Hello listeners of Illusion, and welcome to the Dunshelm players in Sidris the Confused and the Philosopher's Sojourn. Suffering from the stress of the excessive workload that goes with being an editor, Sidris the Confused decides she needs a holiday. But the job of editing her father's latest novel cannot be left on hold, so before she can go she has to find someone to fill in for her. As there are five candidates to choose from, Sidris decides that she had best interview all of them. Originally meant as the 2010 festive offering from the players, but delayed until 2011 due to ongoing technical problems, Sojourn is the fourth instalment of the sketch series in the world of Harry Potter authorship. Jake and Rosie Collins return as Confuser and Confused, but the latest of Sidris's adventures sees other characters entering proceedings, including Dunshelm players' debuts for Mildred the Witch, Motley the Jester, Gretel the Dungeon Maid, and Rodolfo the Troubadour. Sidris is played by Rosie Collins, Hordris and Rodolfo are played by Jake Collins, Motley is played by Ricky Temple, Gretel and Mildred are played by Helen Beckinsall, and Sir Hugh de Whitless is played by Martin O'Doney. Running time is approximately 18 minutes, and the script was written by Martin O'Doney. The music, The Bumbly March, was composed by Kevin MacLeod of Incompletech.com, sound effects provided by The Free Sound Project and Sound Rangers. Reduction was mixed and edited by Andrew Marshall and Martin Adoni. Harry Potter is copyrighted J.K. Rowling. And we at Temporal Discussion, the Nightmare Podcast, would like to make it clear that this was written and produced well before we were made aware of the author's personal views. Sidris the Confused and the Philosopher's Sojourn is a parody piece and does not in any way, shape or form represent agreement with the author's personal views. everyone. Glad to see you all here. I'm Sidrus, and I'm... I'm the lady in charge around here. <laughs> you, the lady in charge? I've seen more charge from a seven-watt light bulb. Oi, no need to be like that, Mildred. Sid knows what she's doing. Always has done. Don't think anyone else quite knows what she's doing, but still... I think I know what she is doing, huh? She is uh, driving me crazy with desire, no? Lady, you can take a judge of me any day you like, huh? Um, yes. Anyway, the reason you're all here, as you know, is that, as you know, I'm currently working as... As you know, as an editor for the written works of my father, who, as you know, is Hordris the Confuser, secret pen name of J.K. Rowling. As you know... I say, I say, that's a bit of a, uh, a bit of a weirdy, isn't it? What? Well, it's just, it's, it's a secret pen name, what? So, shouldn't you, you know, keep quiet about it? Not complaining, dear heart, not complaining. It's just, well, it's a bit confusing for an honest fellow like me. What with me old brain problem and what not? Oh. Well, as you know... Bloody hell, we know a lot today, don't we? Not that I remember knowing any of it, but why are you only telling us stuff we already know? That's what I want to know. Why we don't know what we don't know, when you know what we don't know and won't tell us what we don't know, so... So, we 
don't know what we know. I'm explaining what you need to know and how what you need to know fits in with everything else that you, uh, know. Really? Really? But we won't know what we know until you let us know. And we won't know what we need to know of the things we know because until you let us know what we need to know, we won't know it or even if we need to know it. She's got a point there, Sid. Would have made it myself if she hadn't got there first. No, what I mean is I'm just putting things in perspective for you. So that's why it's all relevant. She's putting things in what? I think I heard something about perspex, and also there was something that sounded like elephants, I think. Not sure I want to know what part of an elephant she wants to put a slab of perspex in, or what for, but if, as the filly says, I need to know... I thought she said something about perspiration. Ah, right. What's that? Something to do with sweating. Ooh, yucky. Look, I have to tell you who my father is because I'm looking for someone to stand in for me. None of you can take over as my daddy's editor if you don't even know what you'll be editing, will you? I'm sorry for raising my voice. I'm just very tired. Daddy's latest novel is over 14,000 pages long, and the publishers have insisted we cut it down to under 700. Editing it is hard work. That's why I need to take a few days' holiday, and that's why I've asked you here, to see which of you will be able to stand in for me while I'm on holiday. That sounds like the funnest thing ever. I'll do it. I'll do it. Oh! Wait a minute, Gretel. All five of you want to do this job, and I don't know which of you to choose yet. How do you decide, then? I say you should choose whoever is the prettiest. Yes, thank you for the suggestion, Gretel. Very kind of you. I'll try something else, though. I'm not sure there's much link between getting a Bible-length novel ready for publication and being a contestant on Miss Dunshelm. Oh. Can we check on that? I I'm sure being pretty would help. I'll think about it. Meantime, I have a different idea in mind. Idea? Thought of by you? Yes. In that case, I'm sure it'll work. What's the idea? Ah, well, it just so happens that I've prepared these. They're questionnaires. I need all of you to fill them in, and your answers will give me an idea of how well-suited you'll be to do the job of editor to an international best-selling novelist. Oh, right. That sounds like a great idea, without question. <laughs> without question, without question. A questionnaire is a great idea, without question. Get it? Get it? Motley, no one laughed. <sniffs> Believe me, we got it. Peasants. This is what I get for loaning me red-hot material to audiences like these. All right, Sid, what have you put in this questionnaire, then? I've just given you your copy of it, Motley. See for yourself. Oh, yes. Yes, of course. Yes. Let's have a, a little read of it, shall we? A little read. A little read. Other way up, Motley. Huh? Oh. Oh, yes. Um, yes, let's try that, then. Motley? Yes, Idris? You can't read, can you? What? You can't read. You're trying to get a job as a proofreader and editor for a novelist when you never learn to read, aren't you? What makes you say that? The fact that you've been staring at the front cover of the questionnaire for over 30 seconds when all it says is questionnaire. It does? It does. Oh, I thought it said something like, I declare that the information that I submit in this document is true and correct to the best of my understanding, and that I understand any and all such information will be used solely for the purposes of the selection process determining suitability for employment, and that any attempt to give false or misleading information could lead to dismissal from any role subsequently obtained and or criminal prosecution under the laws of the country.
No, just questionnaire. Oh, well, maybe I'm a bit out of practice. That won't affect my chances, will it? Sorry, Motley, but I think it has to go down as something of a minus. Would the rest of you care to fill in your questionnaires? <coughs> Uh, um, well, <coughs> um, you see, you like Hansel kept telling me he'd enrol me in a school. One day... Well, it's just Nettie's the one who usually deals with the complicated stuff, like words and whatnot. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you not trying to tell me that none of you knows how to read? There's two ways of looking at that, dear heart. I tend to look at it in a broad, open-minded sense. If you wish to give the word reading a very narrow, pedantic definition, such as the practice of studying and finding intelligible meaning in a series of written symbols, well then, it may well be argued that we are incapable, but if, on the other hand, you were to allow the word a more flexible meaning, well then... Then you still can't read. Um, well, no. Me neither. Order me. I'm out too. But, Rodolfo, how can you be a news teller if you can't even read? Hey, lady, when you got a voice like a man and a body like a man, you can sing for yourself, but you know what I'm saying? You know I need to read the news when you can play it, and you should see the games I play with my instrument, no? No, thank you. Look, I need someone to stand in for me, but you five are the only ones who are interested. Oh, I'll read out the questions, and then you can call out your answers. Is that okay? Hey, you call, I answer. Oh, I love quizzes. Let me join in. Pip, pip, I'm game. Yeah, why not? I'm all ears. Oh, good. Right, here goes. Question one. Your name? But you know our names. What? Oh, yes. Um, question two. Sex? What's that? Now are you talking? Not in centuries. I say, she's a game filly, what? No, I mean, what sex are you? You mean my favourite position? Well... It would be horrid, Rodolfo. I mean... Question three. What is your favourite book? Oh, me first, me first. Yes, Gretel? The Two Little Goblins Go Riding. Hansel used to read it to me every night right up until I finished nursery school. How nice. He hasn't read me anything else since, though. Three whole weeks without a bedtime story. Some brother he is. Right. Uh, Mildred, your answer? My favourite's the foul, undignified death of Prince Cicero from fevered natural causes. And hacking blood-soaked coughing. I like an old-fashioned romance. Sounds, um, entertaining. Oh, strongly recommended. The writer really knew how to portray disease-riddled death in all its glory. Nine hundred pages of breathless, fearful agony. Nine hundred pages? But you can't read. It's a picture book. Flippity gibbet. Oh, the bloody mucus. Oh, the twisted contortions of the body. Oh, the green phlegm. Sir Hugh, your preference, please. Oh, well, uh, no preference myself, dear heart. No, 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 no preference. Although I trust Neddy's view on most things, and Neddy does seem to enjoy reading The Adventures of Black Beauty. Your horse? Yeah, that's right. You've seen him, have you, dashed fine charger, don't you think? You think your horse can read, but you can't? Yes, yes, so I'd make a good editor, wouldn't I? I mean, with Neddy to help me, yes, yes. 
Motley, your choice? Mine's 1001 jokes to tell in royal company. Achieved some of my finest professional hours with material from that. For example, why did King and his army cross the road? To invade Iceland. <laughs> Iceland. To invade Iceland. Iceland. Get it? Iceland. It's... It's a supermarket, you see. It's usually on the high street, and the high street's a road. Yes. Rodolfo, your favourite? Become a Question four! Writers can be depressive, sluggish workers, lazy about putting pen to paper. Should the writer get an attack of writer's block, what steps would you take to motivate them? Sir Hugh? Well now, laziness is a dash shameful business. Drives me spare to see it, don't you know? For talented people not to do a day's work to earn their corn? Why, it's just downright immoral. Dishonourable taking money without earning, so it is dishonourable. Waste of talent it is. I wouldn't stand for it. First hint I get of the chap slacking off, why I'd whisk him straight out to dinner. Face to face I'd say to him flat out, What's all this about, eh? Buck up, dear heart, buck up. You would? Certainly would, certainly would. Man of action is the bold to you. And what if the writer doesn't buck up? Um, well... I haven't really figured out that part of the plan yet, now you mention it, but it'll be something damn good, you can bet. Brave Sir Hugh shall rescue... the book. Yes, that sounds very, uh, very, very, doesn't it, everyone? Mildred, what would you do? Me? I'd kick him in the ghoulies till they fell off, and then I'd kick him and kick him until he screamed that he'd get back to work, and then I'd kick him some more just for the, the hell of it, kick him until the blood starts to flow all over the floorboards, and then I'd sink my nails into his entrails and start... Well, I suppose it's good to have options, yes, but maybe there's a different approach you'd like to try first. Um... No. No, I'll kick him. I see. Motley, what would you do? I'd tell him a joke. Of course. What a clever idea. Two of your jokes had hurt worse than ten kicks in the kidneys. He wouldn't stop working again after that. Anything to stop the jokes. Gretel? I'd make him some tea and ask him if he thinks that I'm pretty. What does that have to do with it? Simple. If he answered no, I wouldn't be his editor any more. Anyone who says I'm not pretty is a liar, and I won't work for liars. Right. And Rodolfo, what would you do? Ah, if the writer is a man, I would strike him once across the cheeks with a gauntlet to symbolize the challenge he must face. And if the writer is a lady... I kiss her tenderly on the knuckles. I put my arms around her. I sing her a sweet song to motivate her. And then I put my hands all over her song. Question five! Word association. This will help me assess your personalities and your vocabularies. When I say a word, I want you each to call out the first word that you think of. Oh, goody. Finally, something fun to do. All up for it? Yes? Good. Bad. We haven't started yet. Oh, sorry. Firstly, tell me what you think of when you hear the word 
books. Reading. 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 Right. Not a lot there to choose between, really. What do you think of when someone says, writer? Wrong. Homework. Reader. I love a letter. Swat. Okay. Next one. Paper. Toilet. Towels. Cut. Lots of cuts. Lots of blood. Tiger! By Jove, I fought some great battles against tigers when I've been out west with... Oh, was that a dream I once had? Hmm. And Rodolfo, what do you think of when you hear... Paper. Page three. Yes, yes, all right. Thank you, Rodolfo. I should have guessed. What about... Confuser. Boring. Pompous. Scary. Sourpuss. Turn off. Oh, I don't think Daddy will be pleased. And what word do you think of when you hear the word... Daughter. Bodies are buzzed. Trumpet. Incompetent. Loser. Oh, thanks a lot. Final question now. Another hypothetical. The answers are multiple choice. Now, let's imagine, not for real, of course, that there was a trainee sorceress, and that this hypothetical sorceress was having, well, say she was a bit accident prone with her spell casting. And just imagine she's in the strong room where Traegard draws everybody's pay from, including yours, and just imagine, nothing for real here at all. Just imagine that Sidrus had an itty-bitty bit of an accident casting a spell while she's in there, and caused a harmless, amusing little cock-up, turning all the gold coins in the strong room into carrots, and so you'll all be getting paid in bundles of nine carrots instead of nine carat gold from now on. Now think hard about this question. It's very important to your application. Is it? What's it got to do with... Yes, it's important. Which course of action would you take should this entirely imaginary scenario ever come to pass? A. Do you laugh cheerfully at the harmless mischance of it? As a free hint, this would be the best option to try. B. Do you clear your throat, feel faintly annoyed, but shrug your shoulders and move on? You'd still get a few points for this one. C. Do you get upset and give Sid... Um, I mean the trainee sorceress a polite rebuke for her mistake, but let her off? Or D. Do you get really angry at the trainee, shout at her, call her lots of rude names and make her life miserable for weeks afterwards? Another hint. You won't get as many points for choosing this one. D. 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 Double a D. Oh dear. <laughs> well, thank goodness nothing like that has happened then, eh? Right. Well, that's all the answers I need. If you'll just excuse me. Daddy! Ah, uh, Sidrus, how goes the recruitment drive? It goes. And have you chosen who should stand in for you during your holiday? You know, Daddy, I don't think I need a holiday that much. I've realised I don't feel that tired or stressed. Are you certain? You seemed quite wrought when I first suggested... Yes, I'm sure. I am absolutely not stressed. And don't interrupt. No, I'm very confident I can cope. I'm not tired at all. Not tired enough to hire one of them, anyway. I'm profoundly glad to hear it, my dearest. Hiring extra staff can be very expensive, after all. Very. And I hardly have any spare carrots to pay them with. Speaking of which, you had better run along now. The dungeon master wishes to speak to you about cleaning all the rotting vegetables out of the strong room. 